the power of the all-seeing Zoltan, I look into your future and see. And and are we at that place? Is Urban the kind of dude that six years is about the shelf life? Where he fakes another heart attack? Where where maybe that's just that's what he's built for. He's built for uh, a couple recruiting classes gets him all the way through and then something happens and his his eyes move somewhere else. I, there, he left Florida for for some reason. And it wasn't his damn heart or wanting to see his kids. I I won't believe that. Mm. I also I don't think it was oh I'm scared of Nick Saban. I don't think that was it no, either. No. But something happens to Urban that he gets the itch to do something else and it starts to be reflecting in the teams that he has. I mean, he's been known to recruit double murderers. That has happened. (laughs) Multiple double murderers. And the thought of that Notre Dame job. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That could open any time in the next three years just leads me to believe that maybe – he is about a six or seven year guy, and then it's time for him. He's kind of like Larry Brown, the basketball coach. Yeah, that for five yeah, years yeah, yeah. he's as good as anybody, and he'll get you to the top. But after that, just let's start it over. I mean, Roll on, John. The second, the second most successful, active college football coach, if you're judging by national championships. Um, it's nuts. Yeah. It's nuts to think that you know. Well, he's got a six-year shelf life. And I mean, some dudes are just like that. I've never been in a job for more than five years. <laughs> Another prophecy, courtesy of the great Zoltan. I don't know how to start episodes anymore. I just don't. You should tell a dirty joke. Or a limerick. A dirty joke. There once was a man from Huntsville. Whoa, 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 whoa. Come on, I love where it's going. This is, whoa, come on. Who could only record for 90 minutes. Mm, That doesn't rhyme. He had to catch Big Brother. Okay, I see where this is going. In spite of his mother. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Nothing else rhymes with minutes. See, I thought with Huntsville, you were going to put a slap of C in front of that. Are we really doing this, guys? Are we fucking really doing this? Episode. You're sitting here with a goddamn soothsayer. You are sitting here. 82. With a let's, let's, not get, let's not get too ahead of yourself. You, well, you just said that he would last six seasons. Yeah. You didn't say that he would be How like. How or why This or when. is the podcast that gets it right 100% of the time. It is this podcast that does it. I mean, this I, podcast I, I'll throw you a, a bone that you definitely predicted something and it's sort of transpired. So you're kind of like a fortune cookie. It was very ambiguous. And at the end of your prediction, I said what in bed. So we are recording this <laughs> in blankets. the year of our Lord. <laughs> yes. I, did I not? Did I not say August earlier? Second. This week. Did I not say this week that we need to record on Thursday? Isn't that out of the blue? We've recorded on Wait Thursday last week. How did you know but, about it? Are and you, we missed Saban's contract. You. Are you a member I of the agency? The agency I, planted the story. They look, made boys, all. I was away on assignment. Right. You guys thought I was at media day. That was a, a smoke trail I left for you. Oh, man. I had to go get the scoop of loop, and I think <laughs> I broke the story. I Smoke-a-loop. broke the story. <laughs> I think you did. I think you did. Um, of course, the story that we're talking about is. Urban Meyer paid on the administrative leave. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Urban Meyer from the Ohio State is on the paid administrative funny. leave. That okay. was good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I mean, I imagine it's a joke that's been made on Twitter plenty. but I don't give a shit. You're the first one I heard it. So anybody else is copying you, baby. Um, he, uh, so, you know, eight years ago, Ohio State fans are, are saying Joe Paterno... Paterno knew and did nothing. 
nothing at all. I can't believe it. And now Ohio State fans are saying, hey, Urban Meyer's not a police officer. Oh, it's got so much juice to it. Oh, it's oh, oh, Urban Meyer said, "Hey, if you lie and you're not honest, you can't coach." Ooh, baby. Yeah, Ooh, there's it's got a, so much a lot of smoke here. Let's let's hit reset, Creel. What happened? So this all boils back to an assistant coach that's uh, been with Urban Meyer since his early days at Florida, back in 2009. Wide receivers coach always been a wide receivers yeah, coach. Yeah. Guys, I want to uh, just to add one tidbit. I uh-huh. think he played for him at Bowling Green. Okay, I, I didn't. Oh, wow. I didn't. I wasn't aware of that, but. Uh, the abuse, alleged abuse, you know, uh, but we all know he did it, uh, started in 2009 when he was dating his, I think, then fiance. Um, and she was pregnant at the time, and she got thrown against a wall, called the cops. Uh, the guy's grandfather is some big Ohio State big wig and friends with Urban Meyer, who was the Florida coach at the time, and said, hey, uh, you should talk to this lady and get her to drop the charges, which she did back in 2009. The guy kept being an assistant coach. He followed Urban from Gainesville to Columbus. And then uh, in 2015, uh, there was another set of incidents in which uh, the accuser uh, was allegedly beaten up and told people about it. Uh, Apparently, a lot of uh, football coaches' wives, including Urban Meyer's wife. uh, And then... There were texts sent directly to him. Okay, yeah. That's what, um, well, the texts from the wife show that Urban Meyer knew of his wide receivers coach, but, Zach but Smith's abuse. There's not, the smoking gun has not been found yet. The, the texts say that he knew, but there is no direct there is no Urban line Meyer of communication saying, yeah. and then, from uh, her to him. So after 2015 one, happened, just... One uh, tidbit, Creel, I'd like to add on sure. the 2009 incident. Mm-hmm, Did mm-hmm. y'all hear the, 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 the circumstances surrounding that thing? All, all I remember reading was that she was pregnant at the time, and then he was charged, but the charges were dropped for beating up a woman with child. She was two months pregnant. All yeah. accurate. What happened was, it was their year anniversary. The, uh, the I, I keep blanking on this assistant coach's name. The, Zach the, Smith. The, the woman beater. Mm-hmm. Um, come, excuse me. Let, me. let me do this in a way that I never get to do. The thug... He comes home. He comes home with Urban Meyer's secretary. Hell. He's drunk as a skunk. He comes back to his house where his pregnant wife is, keeps calling the secretary baby, brings her in the house. Oh, God. (laughs) They're hanging out, and then he winds up assaulting his pregnant wife. Sure. I'm sure it's one of the situations where he's beating her up, and he's like... He says, "Like, look what you're making me do to you. Yeah, you look what you made me do. Yeah, look what you made me um, do." And then Urban, the enabler, as he did with Aaron Hernandez, uh, got it squashed. That's his pope nickname, Urban the enabler. Urban the enabler uh, (laughs) got it quashed. Kept paying this guy money. Kept employing him. Um, Why was he not kicked off the team in 2009? This is what this is what I understand about it. Something as uh, something as expendable as a wide receivers coach the apparently the, the this guy has some connections his dad is he some was big arrested for some this, old and he was granddad. Kicked off the, the team. granddad was an old friend of urban Myers, some ohio state yeah. pulling the curtain pulling the strings members of the agency <laughs> so know. so this apparently kept happening after the 2009 yes and uh happened again in 2015 and these are the incidents in which she allegedly has confided in people and then a couple months ago the guy got arrested for some sort of trespassing when he's there uh, there's they're dropping off the kid between each other you know he gets the weekends or something he he's dropping off the kid at her house but like enters the house or something like a this is in May of 2018 so she calls the cops and then at media day last week people are like hey urban what's up with this guy like uh what did you know and is he still employed what are your thoughts and right. he's like i didn't know anything until you know the the May 2018 incident i didn't know about anything prior so you'll have to excuse me, I can't comment. Just sort of the, the I didn't know, so I couldn't do anything. And I then, think maybe he had admitted somewhere to knowing about the 2009 incident. Yes, that's correct. Because he and his he and his wife had counseled this, you know, what they said then was a young couple, which not not a lie, you know, and maybe that did happen. Um, 
but he's he's kayfabe and everything after I just that. don't understand why lie what do you have to gain about having your entire career maybe this guy's a, a good recruiter I don't know it's, it's just I, one I of you can find another recruiter the winning at all costs pay it, Kevin Steele eight, eight million dollars a year it perpetuates everywhere it's kind of becomes your only only thing you live for is winning let's because we know this guy can't take losing he has heart attacks so like this is uh, saying this from a trying not to be very biased sure. Alabama fan, but if this were Nick Saban... Oh, and yeah, this, I don't want to splash around in this too much with it, my glee, but, because we all know this is how our story is going to end, too. Well, what I'm saying is, if this was who we deem a, 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 a essential assistant coach like Scott Cochran, if this was Scott Cochran, I think Nick Saban would have just fucking fired his ass. You would hope oh, so. absolutely. You would hope so. I would hope so. I don't think he would have lied just, about it, though. I don't think... I, one if of he two things him, is at sure. play... Um, is either Urban was just playing, just playing his strong goon hand, or this is just a kid he's got a soft spot for. It, everything I've heard about this thing leads me to believe that it is not, um, it is not just arrogance or or out and out flaunting the truth on Urban's part. That it might be a bit of I just got a soft spot for this kid. His granddaddy did a lot for me. Um, I know if I throw him to the wool, if I fire this kid, he's never going to work again. And you know, it's just going to get worse. Um, that's what it. That is what I feel like it was. I I don't know how. If, if if that's the way he feels, I don't know how how rational of a feeling that is because, well, I don't. He was he was a his grandfather was an Ohio State booster this entire time. Something to that effect. Okay, so who gives a shit about Ohio State when you're the coach of Florida? I think well, this, they, they, I think their relationship goes back further than. When Urban got to Ohio State, this is you know yeah. Urban's a, he's from he's he's an Ohio guy yeah, he is right from Ohio so I think yeah I think this is old so, okay. yeah um, I I will say yes I agree with all that I I think Hankins is is pretty spot on that I think that there was you know a soft spot like oh boy this I know this guy he comes from a good family so if I keep on doing the Hankins routine of giving people second and Absolutely. third and you fourth know, chances. Second chance Hankins. Uh, I'm still here. He'll eventually uh, he'll come around. <laughs> he's got a uh, he's got a bit of a fiery attitude, but you know once he gets older and more mature, you know blah 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 blah. You know that's what people do all the time when they try to rationalize you know things or aspects of their life. Whether it's a a friend who you know dabbles into drugs, you're like, oh well they're just they're just smoking X, you know whatever. Yeah, just hitting a little of that toot, whatever. Yeah. He's cool. He had some toot on the weekend. What's the big deal? Right, right, right. And then you know smoking it's, it's, X. It sort of just spirals out of control when all of a sudden it's like, well, yeah, well, I hadn't seen him in a couple months, and then has anybody seen him? And I, well, he he came from a good family, you know. He he he's uh, he's got a steady job now, and then it just devolves from there. So, I was really hoping when uh, Hankins called him a thug that it would turn out to be a black coach. Some of the you best can't put this one on us, baby. Some of the best tweets uh, from this came out uh, from Cole Kublik. Kublik. Kubelik was fired up this morning on the radio. Who tweeted, current um, <laughs> football head coaches with uh, a win over an Alabama team coached by Nick Saban. And then, of course, he lists five coaches. Urban Meyer is not on there. Um, he also tweeted out a list of current active coaches with the national championship. Urban Meyer was not We're on there. We're just down to three. It's, yeah. it's Jimbo, Nick, Jimbo, Dabo, Yeah, Nick. just three guys have won, uh, active coaches have won national championships. Now, I, w- I will say that I will say that Urban is mired in this controversy, right, guys? Mm-hmm. He will no longer mm-hmm. be um, admired among his peers. Urban liar. Urban liar. Possibly urban fired. Oh, <laughs> served it right there. What a what a game of what a game of jib jab. And he we might just have to there. retire. Nice urban retired. Yeah. Uh, Hank, what did Cubalik uh, Q- do on the radio this morning? Uh, he was just he was hot about it, you know. He was, first of all, it was very raw because, you know, the story was just kind of breaking overnight and really, he they were he and McElroy were the first two guys to really get to tear into this this morning on the national platform. Um, but he was just hot about it. And, I, and he took the, he took the rightful path of like indignation about the, the, the domestic abuse. Like he did the thing that even we're not doing the best job of, but that's not what this podcast is for. We're here for the silly. Um, but he was really pissed off Auga. about the dude. Yeah. And, you know, he it also hit him hard because he went through, like, two or three of these at Auburn. 
<laughs> like he, he he dealt with a lot of this uh, coaches getting fired and this thing happening and that thing happening. Um, so it, it really felt like it was a raw nerve for him. I'm kind of annoyed that I haven't seen that picture of sad Urban Meyer eating Papa John's. I saw Twitter. it a little bit okay. last yesterday. Yeah. Um, truth be told, he's just going to get cleared by a, an internal investigation before the Oregon State game. Like, let's uh, be clear. I would put that mm, at like five percent chance. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. I guess Hank and I are on the same page. A what he, percent chance? About five percent. Really? Five. You think ninety-five percent chance he's out? He, he's not going to coach at all anymore at Ohio State. Wow. Here's that, here's the thing. Here's the problems with this with this thing is there's no getting around. What happened? Like, there's the 2009 incident he admits to knowing about. Um, the 2015 incident, you know, there's a police statement around that. Um, and furthermore, his wife is in the text messages being told the thing, being sent pictures and evidence of the abuse. So if nothing else, she definitely knows and where this is different than most cases, she's a teacher at the school. Oh shit! So yeah. she's already a, she's a Title IX breaker already. So yes, um, best what Hank is referring to is Title IX. Is there's uh, just provisions in there if you're aware of domestic abuse or sexual mm-hmm. abuse against you know a student, whatever at the university, you're obligated to report it. Um, you know that happens in some of the work I do. Is I like how we needed a, a law for that. When when you hear about something, it's not <laughs> right. like you can't be <laughs> like, oh, well, something. that's the people next door. I can't do anything. Yeah, it's like different. what Paterno did. At Penn State. Yeah, it's different when you're working for a public institution that these laws are are meant to protect people, and sometimes you're the only line of defense because you know family might not get involved. If you see something, if you hear something, you have to say something. And there are clauses in Urban Meyer's contract that even uh, break that down even further like it's much more deliberate than just some vague title nine that you might hear about like once a year or something like that it's something that was deliberate in his contract and i think in a lot of contracts especially after what happened at penn state is you have a duty not just to what is it with this conference i don't know that is the other thing against him man is they currently have a scandal with the swimming coach, Michigan and team, State, and, a, and the a, wrestling coach. And a, State. Yeah. yeah, the wrestling, the wrestling coach. coach. There's a sweet. Yeah. Um, they, they got a bunch of shit going on. Isn't there another I, Larry Nasser? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I think yeah, that, yeah. Okay. It's with the swimming yeah. coach. I think that that uh, there was a, a 14 year old diving person kid at the school My that got God. Uh, molested, yeah. and then no one you know wanted to stop it or put any sort of uh, red flags or hurdles in the way or any sort of process to get the uh, accuser away from the molester. So. Sorry, Hank. It's I keep interrupting you. No, no. I could just. I'm going to be doing this all night. It's like I've been. I have been consuming this story literally all day. I am jacked to the gills with with Urban Meyer news. But like the thing that. So the text messages implicate several coaches' wives. That several coaches' wives knew about this. And so the the burden of proof, I guess, is did Urban Meyer know? So you have to make the logical jump from virtually everybody on your staff knew. And your wife knew. So either A, these two things must be true. Either A, you knew about it, Urban. Or B, you have so little control and um, awareness of your program that there was a giant thing that everybody else knew about that you didn't know, that they actively kept from you. One of those two things must be true in this scenario. And I don't know. It, It really is a referendum on Ohio State and how they feel about football. As to what they do with him. Yeah, I agree, um, Hankins. I think neither of those scenarios is uh, good for Urban Meyer. The mm-hmm. first one being that he knew and didn't do anything. The second that uh, being the figurehead, he should have known. With as many yeah. people that didn't know, how it didn't get to him is, is baffling for someone that I'm sure is, is as obsessive and involved with his football program as a Nick Saban. Like always, you know, all hands on deck. If winning's that important to him, you think – someone would have mentioned it to him, especially his wife. So that's where it sort of falls apart. And I think that's that's what will get him at the end. So, And you can't even pull, like like Sean is saying, this is just a position coach. That that's fair, n- yeah. None of us knew his name. So it's not like he's a guy who's up for jobs every year. So it, you can't even throw – there's a certain level of acceptance to say winning at all costs is the college football coach mantra. There's at least an ethos behind that. Um, to, but this had no impact on winning. Yeah. 
a pretty, so pretty unforced error, honestly. Yeah. The, if Meyer, all he had to do was say to whoever is above him on the chain of command, whatever the protocol is at Ohio State, he has to make one phone call and say, I'm hearing these allegations. Please, someone investigate. Um, here's what I know. That's all he has to do. And he, the pontiff, the pontiff would have absolved himself yeah. of this. And honestly, if, if the... The story here is that he cared so much about the guy. He had a soft spot for this guy. Why not get this over with in 2009 so the guy can recover? So, yeah. this, so this poor wife beater can recover. Definitely 2015 can, he can, has to can, do it. can recover and then, you know, in a couple years find a new job at, like, Prairie View or something like that. Um, exactly. I mean, and then it happens in 15. I mean, I, I, I just don't know. And, and that's the thing with, with Urban Meyer. I mean, he's going to be fine if, if even if he doesn't coach another game yeah, at Ohio State. Yeah, he's been banking State. $5 million a year for the last 10 years. Well, he'll so. also get picked up by, like, you know, yeah. Arizona State sure. after Herm Edwards sure. fizzles out. But, I mean, <laughs> after I... After he dies, according to something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which has to happen in the next three weeks, according to you and you and Creel. Um, but playing the... Not necessarily a devil's advocate, but the... (laughs) Oh my god! Um, Playing the Ohio State fan, or just the football fan in football team X that this happens to. I don't want to pile on Mm -hmm. any more than they goddamn deserve it. Um, They have not made it... They've made it very easy to pile on today, Sean. I gotta tell you. And we would too. I need to say everything with the caveat that if some shit goes down to Alabama... This podcast will probably not do it, but the fan base oh, of at course, large absolutely. certainly will. But please go ahead. So, uh, playing the clinging on to the last shred of hope, Ohio State fan role, can Urban get out of this by like sitting out half a season and forfeiting that salary to like victims of domestic abuse in the greater Columbus area? I, I don't know what he can really do to remedy the situation, even if it was. A flat out, yeah, I knew I made a mistake. I think that it's too too for, foregone. Just the really? just just the mood. I think uh, for the, one of the the best things about Me Too is that it shines a light on stuff that's been happening, and yeah, it's yeah. saying we're not we're not fooling with this anymore. And I'm sure this, this has this, happened this at ends. countless schools over the past. Yeah, you can't get away with this. Fifty years. Yeah. The the tone has More to change, and uh, sometimes the the people at the top have to have to crumble. There'll be somebody else waiting in the wings that will uh, make this a priority that he didn't. Sure. So. And Hankins, getting back to your your point, if and that's what I always kind of I, I think that's what we do every time some bullshit happens somewhere else, like Baylor, like Penn State. We always try and shine a light on, hey, how would we react? And poorly. <laughs> oh yeah, not well, not well. But I think that. I think that Alabama fans, or at least forward-thinking Alabama fans, like the three of us, fine gentlemen, are are at a point where we can basically say, you know what, we had a good run. Like, yeah. I think that forfeiting the rest of Saban's career at Alabama is not as bad as forfeiting the rest of Urban Meyer's career at Ohio State, just for the number of years that yeah. they have ahead yeah. of each other. Yeah. Yes, agreed. And that you bring I up think... a, a good question that I wanted to get into is where... Obviously, Hankins and I don't think Urban Meyer will coach this year, so I think that Ohio State, they'll do like most teams, they'll rally around it for a little bit, but once they hit conference play and they're playing Michigan State and Penn State, yeah, I this... think the wheels are going to come off the wagon. They'll go 8-4, and 9-3, and three, and they'll move on to someone else. So I think it's a, a definitely one of the top jobs in the country, but this year, when the coaches poll came out this afternoon, they were number three, I was like, clearly people like... I guess their votes were in. They couldn't yeah, rehearse them. Yeah, I sure. saw Urban Meyer had a vote that should be revoked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's interesting to, to, I guess, play. And I want to hear what you guys have to think of where Ohio State goes this Bob year. Bob Stoops, baby. Big, you think big, Stoops? Big game coming Bob. Out of, uh, cattle, oh, coming shit. out of but retirement? But casual big game Bob. Oh, So he's shit. wearing, like, the Hawaiian yeah, like, shirt. Like, in that contract, he has to wear that pink button down there. That cold-ass yeah. pink shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, here's the here's the thing, Creel, to your point, that makes forecasting this season even harder. Um, and maybe I'm just, again, maybe I'm too close to this thing. As the guy who did the research, 
broke the story. Too close. That's Hankins. true. Turn your badge close. in your gun. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> who did they name as interim coach? His name is Day. The last name is Day. Yeah, Ryan Day. Exactly. John, yeah. My point exactly. Given who is on that staff, and the, the, the uh, even other than Shiano, there are other people on that staff. Yeah, there's a the former former head coach of Indiana who got dismissed for mistreating players. So like they went yep. to like the third or fourth. Name on the mask. So, oh, you're saying they bypassed Shiano because of the uh, oh, I'm Penn sure. State stuff. I'm sure 100%. That it, it feels like that they have set themselves up in a position where they might just not, Urban might not be the only one who gets got. They might clean house. Yeah, and to that point, Hankins, I don't know if you saw this, that uh, Tom Herman, the former Ohio State offensive coordinator who's now the head coach at Texas, had a press conference today, and people were asking him at his press conference. I didn't know shit. When did, what did you know? <laughs> when did you know it? And he left after 2014, the 2014 season, so he does have the year gap. But mm-hmm. it's still, you know, if, if that many people were talking, it sort of seems like this is a pattern of abuse and uh, like you know, and and it's 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 hard to say because we don't know what he knew, but the, it's gonna like you said, Hankins. It's not just gonna appear to get Urban Meyer. It's gonna the tentacles are gonna reach and yeah. hit a lot of people. I think you know the 2018 incident was large part a violation of an order of, of protection. You sure, know, he, he he violated a restraining order. That that doesn't happen for no reason. Right. That that restraining order I don't think exists. I don't. I don't see anything about this of a spiteful woman who's out to get him. Um, this everything about this story reads thus far like uh, you know open and shut sort of case of a real dickhead, um, a real thug, a woman, a real thug um, beating up on a woman. Um, that's what it all reads like. I, I don't know, but uh, you know I can I can listen to shit just like everybody else can, and that's the that's my my takeaway from it. So. I, it, it looks so much worse. It seems worse than a lot of the run-of-the-mill stuff. No, it is not Michigan State nor Penn State because of the sexual nature of those crimes. And we all know from Law & Order, Special Victims Unit, victims of sexually-based crimes are considered, uh, or sexually-based crimes are considered uh, especially heinous. We had a special group. So, no, it's not that. But it is not your we run-of-the-mill... He knows from the opening credits. Thank I, you, yeah. thank you, Ice yeah. Q, Ice T. Oh man, Whew, what a what a way to kick off the old Cesaroni, huh? Yeah, hey, I, I will say they need to take away that fourteen title. Just take it away. Take I it mean, away. this happened while their wide receiver he coach was, there. was. He was there. I wonder who who recruited Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott yeah. that went ham on the Alabama defense uh-huh. in the first round uh-huh. of the playoffs. Uh-huh. Because that's what yeah, it boils yeah, down to. I need those. I need those rings, baby. I want that ring. It's back. all about those rings, baby. <laughs> right. Man, I was all ready to come on this podcast and talk about how dumb Harbaugh was for the fucking chicken. Oh, the chicken. It's a weak and animal. Man. Have you heard about this? Girl? <laughs> I have not heard about this. This guy is loo- he's loony. Somebody so. tweeted out. Somebody tweeted a story. Like a former Michigan player tweeted a story about how. Um, Does this qualify as stupid news? Oh, yes. it's, it's, well, it's about Harbaugh, so absolutely so it can, is. So can we, can we cue the stupid news? Like, uh, And uh, welcome to, uh, sweeper. This, to this week's Stupid News of the Week. Oh, Stupid <laughs> News of the Week. Oh, there's a Starbucks on every corner. I don't like that, but when I go in the store, it's always crowded. Oh, I don't get it. They're everywhere, but they're busy. Shout <laughs> Original recipe, please. What? <laughs> Shout out to um, uh, original original recipe listener Brad Katz the for Gats. for uh, uh, giving us some feedback last week that uh, he used to, he used to not be able to stand the stupid news oh, sweeper, okay. but now it gets him every time. Okay, good. <laughs> That's what we do, man. We get inside you, and we won't let go. So, so what did Harbaugh do with the chicken? He he urged a former player not to eat chicken because while high in protein, it is a weak animal. <laughs> nervous, John. It's a nervous animal. It's a, it's a nervous, nervous bird. Animal. It's a nervous bird. He, he he felt like Wilton Spate was nervous in the pocket. And oh yeah, yeah. It was feet and current UCLA coach. So or current he, UCLA uh, quarterback. He told him, "You can't eat chicken, dude. It's a nervous bird." And then that, 
And by eating that nervous bird, you will be nervous of the pocket. You take on the nerves of that bird. And I heard a clip of him tell a kid ask him um, at some you know press conference or whatever. Probably some stupid kid reporter. That thing I Krill, what do you think about kid reporter? Um Oh God. I, I get it. They win some sort of contest with SI.com and they put them in a little suit and then the the coach has to humor them by saying, That's the best question I've heard all day. You know, I <laughs> what kind of dress do you do like that? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's it's something that I've grown to accept. It sounds like something well, kid- the the White House would do by saying, Man, you all are Children. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey, uh, well, kid reporter asked him, <laughs> Mr. Coach, how much milk do you need to drink to be a quarterback? And um, his response was, Two of these. <laughs> Just drink as much as your little belly can hold. Just that kid's going to throw up. Your little belly can take. He said, Just drink. You're drinking chocolate milk. You're 2%. He said, But the, the ideal. Is, is the whole milk. Just drink as much as your little body can take. I'm so glad you asked me that. Do you remember Eat that time I tried, the, I tried the milk challenge, the gallon milk I challenge? I do remember that. I remember everyone tried it over at Phil, Jeremy's, and Brad's. Oh, my like God. One night. You know this challenge, Hankins? No, I'm black. <laughs> it's, uh, it's similar to the, have you ever heard of the cinnamon challenge? Uh, it's the same thing. That I've heard of. That I've it, heard but of. you do it with a gallon of milk. You know, it's impossible to drink a gallon of milk like in 20 30 minutes something like that and, and there were no oh, rules no. about having eight bowls of cereal with your two with your gallon no so rules, i think people right. tried that they mm-hmm. tried to get around it but everybody that attempted it threw up as advertised i just so. stopped i think halfway through but you threw up right or you threw up <laughs> well i had gallon. a belly full of count chocula so uh-huh. absolutely i did so, <laughs> so everyone tried it one night and everyone that did it threw up and it was all a pretty good laugh Real damn hoot, yeah. So are we to think that like your 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 Aaron Rodgers, your your Warren Moons, your players with great pocket presence never had a chicken? Never nugget. touched a chicken. Never touched a yeah, nervous bird. It's a weird, weird analogy because I had grandparents that raised chickens and they were proud. They're proud chickens. They're mean chickens. Mm-hmm. They'll you know, they don't they don't mess around. I wouldn't say they're skittish or nervous. They're pretty. They're just birds. That's the that's well, uh, So it's bigger than just nerves with with Meyer because he goes on. His philosophy is this: that certain types oh, well. of diseases. Do what I say. I said Meyer. Did I'm sorry. Urban Meyer's thing was you should throw chickens at your wife. Oh, uh, that was his philosophy. Uh, or if somebody threw chickens at their wife, you definitely don't tell anybody. Not gonna tell anybody. Um, Harbaugh's thing was that certain diseases entered the the human uh, DNA uh, when we started eating other things besides pork and beef. So when we started woofing down that sweet, sweet yard bird, we introduced some sort of terrible thing into us, and it is that thing that is driving this society down. That sounds like a Scientology concept. That's why we all have gills when we started eating salmon. Yeah. That's silly. I think I think he's he's definitely into Scientology. He's all about like, you know, going clear. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Got to get clean. Get those thetans out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking OT Zinu does yeah. not you know like those thetans. You know how much it sucks to be an Ohio State fan, and in the week where a chicken gate breaks, <laughs> this and this you're is ready, the thing, man. Big, you're ready to start the season, man. You've got all your game day signs planned out. You're ready to fucking go. And next thing you know, the bomb drops. And you know they like all those signs were ready to say like choking the chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, which is probably uh-huh. not something an Ohio State fan. Ohio State fans should stay away from the word choke. Uh, they shouldn't say they're going to beat any beat other school. Anybody? Nope. Yeah. Nope. Um, nope. That's not nope. going to be good. Stay away from emotionally be... battering Michigan State. Yeah, dressing up as think... Colonel Sanders, all that. Yeah. Krill, Krill, what happens if he doesn't get fired? Uh, it, it's a stain. I think that it's a poor choice. It's very, very short-sighted. It, it just perpetuates this idea that it's all about winning um, and doing the right thing doesn't matter. I would be, I would be incredibly shocked if that does happen. 
you know, maybe this year they can rally around it, but I think the recruits and the negative recruiting and just, I would hope donations and whatnot and ticket sales would plummet. I, I, I would hope that there would be enough outrage against the program that it would collapse on itself for making such a poor choice, but... Do you think that Ohio State's decision on Urban Meyer hinges on... Like, right now, they have talked to Bob Stoops. There has been I'd a back channel Fiedler, to Bob Stoops. I imagine have been gone out, sure. Um, I don't know who else is out there. Les Miles. <laughs> Les Miles. Um, I mean, who who is the Nick Saban of 2010, 2011, where every year he's going to go to the Browns, or every year he's going to go to Texas? Because Lincoln, whatever his name is, well, Lincoln shit, the problem is uh, John Gruden got hired by the Raiders. He was the I one. I forgot about that. <clears throat> Gruden gets hired, so there isn't there isn't really a, a, a phantom out there. Bob Stoops, you're you're 100 correct that Bob Stoops would be the first name on anybody's list today. Um, but me, so the other thing <laughs> is, and the, the first thing Ohio State has to figure. What I would imagine they're trying to figure out now. And I will I will lean on the legal mind of this podcast, uh, young free to help me figure this out. Um, but they want to fire him for cause, exactly, so that they can save some of that sweet sweet money. They don't have to buy him out. Well, I think there's sufficient evidence to support that. I, I think yeah. so. Too. I don't think there is, Sean. That is the problem. I think I think it was is part of the the language that I was talking about earlier. In addition to the Title IX stuff, he has he had to be aware of it was the additional clauses in his contract about you know doing the right thing about reporting stuff or any sort of abuse sexual so that domestic, is in the contract though. that is in the new so that contract. sounds like they have cause then it does sound like they have cause. if they can figure out that he knew i don't know yeah. that we'll ever get to so like best case for urban right now and this is going to look shitty down the road too but it's is if his wife falls on the sword yeah, but I mean, at at what point? Do, okay, so say there's no cause. However, that happens. Sure. Ohio State then has to sit and take very true accusations of we can't fire somebody who covers up domestic abuse because it would cost too much. So they no, have they have yeah, now I put a dollar that, amount yes, on yes. what it means to have somebody like that continue to coach their. I don't team. think that it is. I don't think that that would be the determining factor. But I'm just saying that that's in the conversation sure. because it's a lot of money on the line. Yeah, I mean, other, um, other schools have had to make that hard choice, too. Mm-hmm. Alabama with Mike Price. Uh, I remember when he was fired, I was like, this is bullcrap. He didn't know You were did. so pissed. I was mad. You hated, uh, what's in, his name, the uh, Yeah, the athletic director Riley? and all that stuff. Whatever his name is. I, I just remember back at the time being, of course, when you're up in the moment, moment you're 20 years old, you know, you don't really think about stuff you, the bigger this picture. is your third coach this, sure. in two years I'm, i but I, yeah. I do i do think that something will i know that that's probably how a lot of those fans feel now but you know five years from now they can look back and be like oh, like gosh, that douchebag in the netflix penn state documentary yeah. mm-hmm. man they made that kid look bad um well he made himself <laughs> look bad so let me blow your mind just not unlike eve did to all of us circa 2003 2002 um even thank you um as a possible non-Bob Stoops replacement for, actually two. I think there are. I think there are three choices: Bob Stoops, and then in a tie for second, Lane Kiffin or or Gus Malzahn. Uh, I, I don't what? know. I don't know about the Gus. Lane, too hot, homie. And I, I don't know if Lane can can get up there. I think they have to. He has a for whatever reason. I don't. I don't think it's well deserved at all. A bad boy image. Someone that marches to the tune of his own drums mm-hmm. uh, is a bit crazy on Twitter. I don't think they can go that way. I think they have to go someone straight laced, someone that's more less morally ambiguous, someone that's I don't know goes to church, all that crap, eats their vitamins, says their prayers, the Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh, you want him to hire Hulk Hogan? Well, not, he's got he's got some I baggage, know. buddy. Or <laughs> Mr. T. How about Mr. T? Well, I know Hulk Hulk doesn't like certain types of people. <laughs> Speaking of certain types of people, is this the David Shaw spot? Ooh, uh, I, now I think that guy. I love that guy. That's interesting. I love that guy. Me too. I want him to be my next head coach. That's very interesting. Like, they've probably got. They have a obviously this year is they can put out a lot of tumultuous. Fielders. They're going to put out a lot of feelers. I think they, they burn this year. 
I think well, they burned this they year did, and they let it They did the same ride, thing when Jim, Jim Tressel got fired in May of 11. Is they just get, had a year with a he was the Luke something or other fickle, fickle maybe, and fickle. he got him. It he, is fickle. He got him through a six and six season, and they said, you know, thanks for everything you did, and he was rehired as like defensive it, coordinator or yeah. something. So th- I think this year is just a wait and see. This this is the thing though. If you are Bob Stoops, and I understand this is how Ohio State got their last coach, but or their current coach, but if you're Bob Stoops, why would you retire young? Just to go to Ohio State. Agreed. It's a weird lateral move. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why. I don't know why Bob Stoops retired, and I've heard no stories that would tell me why he retired. And Uh, certainly, no scandal broke after the fact. I don't think that he would show up in that pink, in that cold ass button down with the first three buttons missing. At a high-profile football game like he did, unless it was Ohio State, was it not? It was. It was Oklahoma Ohio State Week Two. Oh shit! Oh shit! It was at Ohio State too, so he was up in one of those. Because if there was a scandal that you like, I have to quit, otherwise it's going to come out. You you lay low. You don't show up in Norman or Columbus, wherever it was, uh, in a hot pink shirt, looking fly as fuck, fly as fuck, pretty fly, casual fucking Bob, yeah. Um, Do you, I'm so, so glad we've already moved though. into the hiring of the next Ohio State coach. Oh, you I'm guys so have me convinced. Right I'm now. done. I'm done. He's out. He's out. There's no way they can keep him. <laughs> I don't think they can, Sean. I, they can't keep him without looking like assholes. So I kind of feel like an I I, I I'm kind of a anno- this hurts me. This affects me, guys, because I was ready to give you a very bold prediction that Urban Meyer, without this scandal breaking yet two days ago yesterday whenever it was Ur- oh, and urban meyer led ohio state was going to lose week one to oregon state and that is a crazy bold prediction because oregon state i think went one and 11 last year um but i, I do want to piggyback that off that idea is or something we haven't really discussed yet is urban meyer and nick saban were 1a and 1b and best coaches in america sure uh now that urban meyer Hankins and I believe won't probably coach at least for the next next year, if not for for forevermore. It sort of creates a gap between, like we said earlier, there's very big gap. Jimbo, there's Dabo and Nick Saban. Nick Saban has six championships to one to one. Urban Meyer had three, so he was the only one that maybe when Nick Saban retired could maybe match or yeah. surpass him. It sort of seems like it's Nick Saban at least in this twenty. 25 years of football is going to be head and shoulders above everyone else and it's going to take like Does, an act of god for someone to surpass him we we recently reco- we recorded last week's episode on last thursday mm-hmm, as well mm-hmm. um and like hours later nick saban it was announced that nick saban signed a a new seven-year contract through 2025 he'll be um like 76 in 2005 uh only two coaches have coached older in the SEC than he has. Bear Bryant at 69 and Steve Spurrier at 70. Um, Articles in the Huntsville Times saying that, uh, you know, this sends a message that he's around for, I don't think he's going to coach until 2025, but it's $10 million a year, which is goddamn insane. Uh, Still dresses like Forrest Gump. Um, And he, I mean, (laughs) does Urban, if Urban Meyer's ouster actually happens, does that does that encourage Saban to stick around to, because there's going to be less competition in the playoffs? Or is he like, well, you know, uh, I mean... My, my legacy's set. My I legacy mean, is safe. Like, I don't need to prove anything. Because, yeah. um, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no I, th- I think that's a fair, very fair question is uh, what motivates him? And Nick Saban's said it countless times, like losing, he hates to lose more than he likes winning. And there has to be some sort of breaking point where... You know, and it could easily happen this year where the losses just don't happen. And then when does it start being fun again? You know, and it's just, it's one of the things that... I had that existential crisis after the Notre Dame championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, who cares anymore? We just have to play next season now. Yeah. So that is all, that is a very, very interesting question is, is the Saban legacy set now? Because no one... uh, Of course, obviously Jimbo or Dabo could get up to five or six, but that won't happen for... 10, 20 years, just based on the way things go, it's yeah. going to be really tough to match. It took Saban, uh, I mean, it took Saban 11 years to get five at Alabama. Yeah. Um, Hankins, what do you think? 
my first instinct is that none of that matters to him. Yeah. Like none of those things, I don't. I don't think they occur to him. I don't know why. Clearly, I don't know him, but he just doesn't strike me as a dude that any of that matters to. I think he's a student of the game. I think that I think Nick Saban's most revealing moments. I think there's been two of them, um, and it was the the first thing that kind of revealed who he really was was when he was so upset um, when Alabama scored late on Penn State and sort of rubbed it in Joe Paterno's face a little bit. And the same deal when they scored late in the bowl game against Michigan State to go up 42 to nothing when he was just calling runs up the middle. Um, I think he's just a guy who loves the game and he is – the, the thing he's trying to do the best based on his own admissions is just be the best legacy of his own father that he can be. Um, yeah. So I don't think that any of that other stuff that, that we think about really, really impacts him. And I think that the idea of him playing through the end of this contract seems right to me just because it's one of those deals where he said, this is um, what I've signed up to do. I'm going to do it to the end, um, and I'm going to I'm going to fulfill whatever obligations I've made to these kids. They know the contract when I sign when they sign, so it's going to go through with it. Can you um, imagine? That's what if, it feels like to me. Can you imagine if the college football world has to deal with seven more years of fucking Nick Saban? Oh uh, my god! Assuming they, Saban doesn't lose a step, which I mean, honestly, the bottom can drop out. We can go four and eight. You know? Anything can happen, but that's what it feels like to me. And I also think that he may be, in his own way, trying to atone for Miami. I bet he hates the way Miami went down. I'm sure he does. Yeah, yeah. I think um, so, too. Somebody like Nick nothing, Saban, hey, people to this day say he couldn't manage pro- professional football players. Yes, but I think it's just, for me, the thing that I think that he might hate the most is just how he left. Sort of, he, he, he lied on his way out. Um, he left sort of under cover of night. Um, he knew he was doing the right thing for him and his wife and his career, but he knew it was doing it the wrong way. And I, something about something tells me he hates that, and that maybe he's just like, I'm going to stay till this contract's done, and so, or at least until the, my business is finished, is what it feels like to me. Whatever that means to him um, is what it feels like. So I don't think he cares any one way or the other, and well, he certainly ain't scared of Urban Meyer. No, fuck no. Well, uh, uh, of course, signing a contract for another seven years does not hurt recruiting. No, no, definitely not. Surely also not. doesn't hurt recruiting either. Um, so. Certainly does not. That's another thing with those. Some of those kids that signed with Ohio State like yesterday may never play for Urban Meyer. God. That's insane. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Um <sighs> What a way. This is a wonderful gift. It's a wonderful gift that's been given to us right here at the end of the – I'm like football's literally on right now. I'm watching live football right now. This is so much and better than the August, 25, August 25th like kickoff day where it's Duquesne versus UMass, Prairie yes. Day versus Rice. <laughs> yes. Hawaii, Colorado State I think is the hottest game on the – That's a pretty hot game. <laughs> a boiling. <laughs> a lot of a – lot of, Haka dances. Yeah. <laughs> well, boys, it's been 45 minutes. I feel like we can put a bow on this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And then save what we had left for the next one. Because I'm going to tell you, anything we talk about now, I'm just going to keep bringing it back to Urban Meyer. You heard me when I was trying to talk about Jim Harbaugh. I brought it back to Urban Meyer. <laughs> Yeah, the thing about the West Virginia-Texas game is that uh, Urban Meyer is probably going to beat Urban when Meyer by Urban you know, Meyer to six. Scoop Hankins is what everybody's calling me these days. Oh, I love that game. So, I mean, Scoop a loop. Scoop a loop. You know him. I just want to keep banging the drum on this story. Sure. Um, well, I think that's uh, yeah. I think you're right. I think that's a good place to stop it. Um, this has been throw the flag. Uh, I might even we we might have to release this episode early. Um, oh, this and, shit's going up tonight, <laughs> and and we're Creel, gonna be first to market, baby. If you have time over the weekend, let's let's uh, let's do some updates. Um, stay tuned. There are some exciting changes coming to the Throw the Flag Network. Not, none of it is going to affect Throw the Flag uh, as a show, the flagship How, program. However, as we move to the to the football season, um, we're going to 
try to bring you episodes under an hour. I, I, I read somewhere that um, a, uh, a survey of podcast listeners, self-identified heavy podcast consumers, um, say that the ideal podcast episode is under, is like 20 to 30 minutes. I'm like, ah, I, I don't know what these fucking losers are. <laughs> if somebody gives me a 20-minute podcast, I'd say, this dude's mailing it in. You get unsubscribe. That's an immediate unsubscribe. Exactly. So uh, we, we're we going to continue to have a lot to talk about this season, and uh, we're almost there, guys. As we record today, we're 23 hours, 23 days away from, uh, from the first game. Um... And uh, yeah, so Cold Dog Soup uh, might have some for- format changes. We're we're looking at uh, combining Cold Dog Soup, and that's discussing. We're gonna do it very gradually, not unlike how you would uh, change uh, types of food for your uh, dog. Um, you know, you, you maybe put like one scoop of the new stuff in, and then two scoops, then three scoops, and then bam, it's a it's a hot mixture. And that's actually our fourth show, hot mixture with. <laughs> Don't shake your head at me. Do not shake your head at me. Um, throw the flag network. Find all our shit at ttfnetwork.com. Engage with us on Twitter, Facebook, etc. Goodbye. Oh, the smell of the bakery from across the street. Got in my nose. Yeah. yeah, we carried our letters down the street with the raw iron gate rolls. I went home and listened to Jimmy Rogers in my lunch break. Bought five wood vine at the shop on the corner. And went straight back to work Oh, Sam was up on top And I was on the bottom with the V We went for lemonade and Paris buns At the shop and broke for tea That's it And I cleaned the fan light inside out I was blowing saxophone on the weekend In a down joint What's my life? I'll have to be cleaning windows Take my time I'll see you when my love grows Number 36.